Hey everybody, Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome back to another show. In today's show, I'm talking about what makes up a good training program. What are the five things that you need to look out for in your own training? And if you're missing one of these five things, you may uh, not experience the results that you might be after. So it's all about training because it's a workout Wednesday today episode 230 something and um, thank you for joining me for another show if you have a question that you want answered on the podcast just head over to stoltz fit on instagram that's s-t-o-l-z-f-i-t shoot me a direct message i got a few yesterday um, probably because i've been asking for them Uh, just shoot me your question i'll answer on the podcast i'm actually a couple weeks behind on the questions so if you did ask a question i didn't forget about it it's coming and uh hopefully I'm able to answer your questions on the podcast and give you guys the answers you're looking for. Let's get down to today's show, however, which is all about what is a good training program and what are the five things to look out for as you maybe start a new training program or look critically at your own. Uh, It's a good episode today, something a lot of people need to hear if you work out or train at all. Let's get down to it. Workout Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the one and only Triple F Podcast, Fitness, Food, and Freedom, talking fitness today, talking about workout programs. It is a Workout Wednesday, which means I will be talking about specifically training and how your training should look. I know I give a lot of advice about training and and say a lot of different things that hopefully are helping to guide you, but today's show is, is the is the one you need to listen to, right? This is the show that gives you the five things to look at in your own training program. No matter if you follow a training program from me, if you follow a bodybuilding program, a powerlifting program, CrossFit workouts, you do bodyweight exercises, you run, whatever it is, whatever you are following, however you choose to move, right? Because that's really what it comes down to. How do you choose to move your body and use your body? No matter what it is, um, hopefully you have these five things in your in your training, right? So these are the five things to look at your training critically, which I totally suggest doing, right? If if you enjoy your training, that's awesome. If you are someone who tends to program hop and jump from one program to another, uh, this is for you also. It's for all you guys because if you move your body at all and you train in any sense, you need to be looking critically at what you're doing, right? You need to look at it and see, is this the most effective use of my time? Am I doing what I need to be doing to make the progress that I wanna make? Am I on the journey to better health and better fitness, or am I just kind of spinning my wheels, right? Am I actually doing something productive and worth my time? Is this something uh, that I can stick to? And I'll get into some of that uh, in this episode. So these are the five things that you need to be aware of as you go through your fitness journey, right? I know a lot of you guys take it pretty seriously. I know a lot of you guys uh, you know, probably are, are crazy about fitness, and some of you guys might not be, right? And some of you guys just want to be healthier. And no matter which camp 
camp you're in, you need to listen to this episode because you should be training in some sense. You should be getting better and you should be getting better in the smartest way possible, right? So that's why you need to look critically at your at your training. So I want to dive right in and start with number one. The first thing that you need to look for in your training program is are you having fun? And I've talked about this recently, just maybe like a couple days ago, uh, that you need to have fun in your training, right? It needs to be enjoyable. It needs to be something that you look forward to. If you hate going to the gym, why are you going to the gym, right? If you hate running, why are you running? Uh, There is a time and a place to push yourself through things that aren't comfortable, but I don't necessarily mean comfort. I mean enjoyment. And I think those things are, are separate. You can be totally... You can be totally uncomfortable and struggling through your workout, but still enjoy it at the end. And if you if you train before, you probably know what I mean, right? If you do something you like, maybe you you are into powerlifting and you you know you hit a, a really hard, maybe like ten sets of three or something on 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 deadlifts. Like that's not fun in the moment. But it is enjoyable to see that improve and to see that progress over time. Maybe the same goes for running or for CrossFit or body weight or whatever you do, right? You need to have some sort of enjoyment in your training. If you're not excited to go, if you're not looking forward to go, if you don't like the feeling that the training gives you, then you probably need to look and you need to look for something else, right? And it's just as simple as that. You need to be liking what you're doing because as I have said many times, consistency is truly what matters most. There are a lot of things that that do matter, but if you're not consistent, those things are gonna stop mattering, right? So you need to do something that you wanna do day in, day out, week in, week out, year in, year out. And if you're not enjoying it, if you're not having fun in your training, you know, it's not gonna work out. Why is CrossFit so popular? It's because of the community, right? Because people enjoy getting together and training hard. Why is bodybuilding popular? Well, probably because you feel actually very good when you get that pump, right? When you actually are pushing yourself through those limits. Why is powerlifting popular? Well, people enjoy getting stronger and improving and seeing the numbers climb, right? These are the things that that can give you some feedback and can give you some enjoyment. So figure out what drives you, what do you enjoy, what are the things that's fun to you, and then try to follow those things, right? And try to try to base your training program around what's fun, what's enjoyable, what you think you like pushing yourself with. So that's number one, find something that you enjoy and have fun with it, guys. Thing number two is that it shouldn't be injuring you. Right, this should be promoting good patterns, good movements, good positions, and and not pr- be promoting injuries down the road. Right, there's a lot of different training styles, and if what you're doing is promoting you getting hurt later, it's probably not the best training program. So you need to look at your training and say, is this creating a well-rounded body? Is this creating a balanced body? Am I reinforcing good positions, good posture, the things that are going that seem like they don't matter right now, but they do matter when it comes down to it down the road, right? You don't want to be the person with the stiff back when they're 40. You don't want to be the person uh, who who can't get out of bed because they're so stiff. You don't want to be having surgeries and taking medications for pain because you push yourself so hard in a training style uh, that that might not be best for you. So if if you tend to get kind of stiff and kind of kind of injured doing a certain type of training, it's probably not best that you follow that, right? It's probably best that you tweak it so you end up following a 
training program that promotes good positions, right? Include lots of stuff like like uh, posture work, upper back stuff, uh, you know, rear delt stuff, face pulls, things like that. Um, work on your mobility. Try to work that mobility into your training so you don't have to do full sessions on it, right? Try to do try to do lifts that force you into certain into certain positions like squats, like lunges, like like split squats, things that are forcing you into positions that you don't normally go in in your day-to-day life because that's really, if our day-to-day life is reinforcing bad patterns, you want your training to kind of counteract that and force you into good patterns and promote those good positions. So if your training isn't promoting that, if your training is promoting injury or getting you more on the path towards injured and feeling less good, you need to look at that critically and probably make a change, right? Even if you're having fun, I would say this injury stuff trumps it because you're not going to have fun when you can't train at all and you're not going to be able to progress if you're not training at all. So play it smart. Play the long game. Don't play the short game. Don't chase the numbers too hard. Don't do things that are going to hurt you. You know, what is five pounds on the bar if it means that you're getting hurt, right? If if it's 225 compared to 220, is that really that big of a difference as far as your progress is concerned? You know, if it means you're going to get injured down the road because you're sacrificing form, uh, you need to play it smart, play the long game, and not just chase not just chase the numbers or chase a certain training style because you think it's best for getting in shape. Uh, instead, you know, focus on your health and longevity. And if you can play with your kids when you're 50, right? Those are the things that really truly matter. Those are the things that you're going to be pretty frustrated about if you can't do them. So that's number two. Uh, so far, we have have fun with it and find something that does not injure you. Number three is the classic principle of progressive overload. You need to be getting better over time. And if you're not getting better over time in your training, then you're not really progressing, right? It's called progressive overload for a reason. And to progress, you need to overload your body somehow. It might mean doing more reps. It might mean doing better reps, better form, slower reps, uh, maybe less rest, maybe more volume, more sets, more reps, more uh, maybe the intensity goes up, right? You're increasing the weight over time that you're doing. Maybe you are adding exercises, adding variations, challenging yourself, um, and some sort you need to be doing that, right? In some way, you need to be overloading your body and progressing in what you're doing. If you run, you know, if you run five miles a day right now, you better in three or four weeks either be running more than five miles or be running that five miles faster, right? You need to be getting better. You need to be training for improvement, not just training to move. So I do think that it's important to push yourself. It's important to get better in something. That's why powerlifting is so popular because you can actually see the numbers climb, right? That's why CrossFit is so popular because you can actually do these things and suck a little bit less as you do them, right? As you're doing those wads. That's why running is so popular because you can get faster and see that, that progression over time. Uh, you need to be getting better and it's as simple as that. If you're not getting better, then you're not really training, right? So find something that number one, you have fun with number two, isn't hurting you. And number three, uh, you, you can progress with over time. So you're getting better at something and anything you can progress in, right? I don't think that any kind of training is left out here. You just need to look critically on your own training and say, 
Am I better now than I was three months ago? Am I stronger? Am I faster? Am I more conditioned? Whatever you're working for, try to get better at that thing. So that's really important and it's something that you just need to personally strive for in your own training. Uh, every training program has some sort of it as long as you as long as you know to include it. So progress over time, get better, and you you know you'll get closer to your goals. The next thing that you should have in your training program is some sort of adaptations. Okay, so the body responds very well to new stimulus, right? That's why switching up your training is so powerful. That's why, you know, spiking your calories up when they're low is so powerful. You see these dramatic changes when you force your body to adapt. And your body is very good at adapting. Uh, and your body is very good at getting used to and becoming efficient at what you're doing. So that's why progressive overload is so important because you're forcing your body to adapt. So your training should have some kind of muscular adaptation or whatever system that you're working for, right? Cardiovascular, you know, the cardiorespiratory system, you know, maybe it's your your conditioning that needs to be adapting. Maybe you're trying to throw things off with your muscular development. Whatever it is, you need to have some sort of, of adaptation phases, right? You need to phase things in some sense. So that might look like just normal linear periodization where you, you know, maybe you do sets of eight for a few weeks, then sets of five, then sets of three, you're progressively getting heavier and lowering those reps. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's something like conjugate where you are working on different variations and you are working on your weak points of the lift and you're switching those up every, every month or so. Maybe it's as simple as, as volume, like playing with your volume, right? Like doing more work progressively. So more sets, more reps as you go. And then you just go crazy with that volume and then you drop it low and you increase the weight. You repeat that, right? It's this, this, this manipulation of all those training variables that we know about and that we actually need to pay attention to. So your training should have some sort of phasing, some sort of adaptations, some sort of changing, right? You shouldn't be going in and doing three sets of 10 every single day with the same weight. Uh, and you shouldn't even have, if you're progressing the weight, you need to have some sort of change, right? Do the things that you're not doing and you'll probably make better progress. So if you are used, if you're really strong and the sets of like three to five range, maybe try that eight to 10 range for a few weeks and see how your body responds, right? If you've never gone above 12 reps, try 15 to 20 reps. If you've never gone so heavy that you're below six reps, try some doubles or triples and get stronger, right? Your body's going to respond to what it's not used to. That new stimulus is very powerful. Don't change it constantly. Don't jump around and, you know, just maybe every month, maybe every two months, maybe every three months, but give it some variation, even if it's just changing the exercise, even if it's as simple as changing the incline on your incline bench by 15 degrees, right? If it's, if it's that simple, you're still changing something up. You're still providing some kind of stimulus to your body and you're, you're making your body adapt to a new stimulus, a new angle, a new exercise, a new rest period, a new rep range, a new type of training. That's very important in your own training. So look at, look at your own training and do those things. So let's review again. You need to have fun with your training. Your training shouldn't be hurting you. You should be progressing over time and getting better. And you should have some kind of phasing, some kind of adaptations in your training as you go. You have those four things. You have a pretty good training program right there. And I only have one more to tell you. Let's dive into it. 
The last one is arguably the most important. It is you should, I'm gonna say this in two ways. The simple way is your training should be sustainable. The, the complicated way, and really what I mean more than just sustainability, is I mean you should be able to stick to your training program when most people would fall off the wagon, right? When most people would would struggle to stick to it, when times get busy, when times get hard, when the gym isn't the first thing on your mind, you should have a training program that you can stick to and that you will choose to. I know a lot of that is the enjoyment factor. If you actually enjoy going to the gym, you're gonna wanna stick to it. However, you know, even if you enjoy going to the gym seven days a week for an hour and a half each session, uh, you know, are you gonna be able to stick to that when things get crazy at work, when you're traveling, when you have kids, when you when you are stressed out, when you are low on sleep, right? Those are the times that you need to be thinking about as you go through your training program. I was thinking about this with my own training personally. You know, I was wanting to do a program where I was actually training seven days a week, and I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, I'm. I like going to the gym. I like being there. I have the time right now, and and I I live really close to the gym. However, luckily I look critically on that, and I was like, you know, if things get crazier at work, if things, if I, you know, am stressed out, if I'm lower on sleep, if I have other things I want to pursue, you know, like doing stuff with the podcast, with videos, I am taking up a huge amount of time just going to the gym so many days a week. So instead, uh, you know, I decided to opt. I opted for a few sessions a week with some at-home stuff in between and focusing on the other aspects of my fitness. So you need to look at things with those times in mind and are you going to be able to stick to it when the times get tough and when the times don't necessarily support you going to the gym because it's not going to right you've you've been through a phase where cooking right as you use that as an example where cooking homemade meals just is a pain in the butt right when you have to cook dinner every day you end up going out to eat you end up picking up food on the way home you end up ordering that pizza because it's so convenient because you just do not have time right now right you're running late you're stressed you don't feel like cooking you're low on motivation those times happen no matter how good of a cook you are and that's why you know if you're making that that comparison you shouldn't have to do that every day right instead if the gym is cooking, don't plan on cooking dinner or going to the gym every day. Instead, maybe you do three to four perfect ones and then plan those other days out so you know when the time comes you're gonna stick to those sessions, okay? So it's maybe a stretch, the metaphor might be a little weird, but hopefully you understand that you're preparing for the times that aren't really supporting this habit that you're trying to build, right? Maybe you want to go to the gym every day, maybe that's optimal, maybe it's better to go more often, but you need to think that you know the time is coming where you're not gonna have that option and you're not gonna be supported, you're gonna be busy and you're, the gym is gonna be the last thing on your mind, it's gonna be a pain, it's not gonna be what you want to do. So you need to have a training program that supports that. Maybe that means less sessions Maybe that means an at-home option. Maybe that means shorter sessions. Whatever it's going to be, uh, you need to keep that in mind in your training. Workout Wednesday. So, guys, what were the five things? Number one, it was uh, to have some kind of training that you enjoy, right? Have fun with your training. And then number two, it shouldn't be hurting you. You shouldn't be injured because of your training. It should be improving your life, not harming your life. Number three is that you're getting better over time. You're progressing. You're following that principle of progressive overload that I preach, getting better at whatever you're doing as the time progresses, and it should be something that you can get better in. 
Number four was some kind of adaptation, some kind of new stimulus regularly. So you keep your body adapting and getting better. Uh, number five was to prepare for the bad times, to find something sustainable that you can do even when you don't feel like doing it. Those are the five things you need in your training program. Hopefully I covered everything. Hopefully you guys were able to learn something about training, working out, and what your training program should have. Uh, if you have any questions on this or your own training, or if you want me to kind of look at your training for you and give you uh, my feedback, just shoot me a direct message on Instagram. That's it's Stoltz Fit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T, and I'll check my direct messages regularly so I can see what you guys ask. Uh, your question might be answered through the message or maybe on the podcast, depending what it entails. Thanks for joining me for another show, for another Workout Wednesday. I'll see you guys on Friday. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.